you waited all week for this, and today, you showed up for sunshine, shots, and more sarcasm than you could ever handle. Because Sundays are always sunnier when you tune into... everybody. Wow. It feels good to say that again. Welcome to Sunny with a Shot of Sarcasm. I am your host. My name is Selena and today I am joined by nobody. No one at all because today is the first ever solo episode. Can I get a woo woo? You in the back. Can I get a woo woo? Thank you for participating. If you guys hear some strange noises in the background, it's because Sunny herself is in the jungle. We got Sunny in the jungle. Sunny in the jungle. Guys, new new intro track. New intro track here. Sunny is in the jungle. You might hear occasional crickets, sloths, popping noises. We'll get into that later. This episode is broken up into three, un, dos, tres, parts. The first being where I discuss my move into the jungle. The second is where I answer you, the audience's questions for me. And the third is the juicy stuff. It's where I dive into everything I learned from this podcast. It's the part that you guys all came here for today. It's organized so nicely and so neatly into a segment that I would like to call the five lies you were told about starting a podcast or any passion project and how to silence them. So before I get into the episode, let's talk a little bit about where I am right now and why I am here. I'm in Costa Rica, baby! As the winter was approaching and there was most likely new variants around the corner, as always, me and my boyfriend decided to pack up our stuff, book a flight, and in two and a half weeks later, we landed in Costa Rica. It was quite the journey to get over there, and I mean quite the journey. But I will give you a couple pieces of advice if you're thinking of traveling during this this age of restrictions and lockdowns. Number one, do your research. The rules change all the time and the headlines are not accurate. I'm referring to the media here. (laughs) It's very wordy and it's meant to confuse you, but trust me, you are able to leave the country right now. So just make sure you have all the right documentation for wherever you are going. Number two, it's not what it seems. Just because where you live has crazy restrictions or lockdowns right now, it does not mean that everywhere else does. Yes, we wear masks in Costa Rica and there is an 11 o'clock curfew. But other than that, we are living the Pura Vida lifestyle. La Vida Loca, okay? And number three, you are not stuck. That's it. You are not stuck living in one place your whole life. You are not stuck in one job, relationship, 
circumstance, or environment your whole life. There is so many ways that you can live your life, so don't ever think that you do not have the free will to change the course, because you do. No matter any excuses you bring up, life is happening right now, and you get to decide what you want from it. So on a less serious note, let's get into some questions that you guys have had for me. The first was, what is something you're excited to learn when you have time off from the podcast? My response to that is that I'm really looking forward to connecting back with myself. I'm looking forward to creating the space to do so, actually. Um, My best ideas, my best inspiration comes from when I'm not distracted and when I'm in tune with my surroundings and my environment. So I really, really like to listen, I like to observe, and that's what I think I'm going to get during this time. I'm mostly happy to just be present in my experiences here in Costa Rica, and I'm really excited to come back to the podcast stronger than ever. The second question was, what is the best thing you have learned about yourself during the podcast? The best thing that I learned about myself is that... This is hard for me to even say out loud because it's like, I kind of like doubt it at the same time, but is that I'm a great host. It's because I genuinely did not even know, know this about myself until the listeners and the guests who came on kept complimenting me on it. So yes, I guess I am a great host and I guess I'm finally gonna announce that out loud and really believe it and really embody it because um, it, it feels good. It feels good to be recognized for that. The third question is, are you going to miss your mother while you're away? Hi, mom. (laughs) I will miss you, my family, my friends, but I will not miss Toronto nor the winter. I do not like the winter and it sucks being a winter baby. It's so hard to plan, especially in February. Um, So I'm happy to have a little change of season and celebrate my birthday in the sunshine. Number four is, can the squirrel make an appearance on the finale episode? (laughs) If you guys don't know what this is about, at home, I am quite committed to scattering nuts for the squirrels around my garden, and I would post about it on my stories. So this is what happens when you don't have a pet. You start recruiting new pets out of wildlife. So now I have a whole new kind of wildlife where I am here in Costa Rica the the squirrels was one thing back at home now there's sloths everywhere they're just climbing ever so slowly across your balcony dangling through the trees hitting you in the head as you bike by um they're so cute though that's something that I did not know that sloths were like really small like they look almost like a like a medium-sized puppy and they're just adorable and if I knew what they ate I would probably also try to recruit them as my pets too so you guys would not believe all of the animali sounds that we hear at night birds owls I don't even know if they're owls they sound like owls monkeys some sort of hippopotamus grandpas that need a defibrillator like I swear it sounds like (gasps) through the night we wake up every few hours um it does get a little terrifying um especially when the hydro poles explode every 30 minutes that sound like like 
huge gunshots going off. It is so terrifying. But yes, we are in the jungle. Ladies and gentlemen, Sunny is in the jungle. Let's get into the juicy stuff. The moment we have all been waiting for. It's the five lies you're told about starting a podcast or passion project and how to silence them. The first lie, who the hell do you think you are putting out a podcast or create a project? This is the what will people think of me, people are going to judge me, thought pattern and belief. My advice on this one is going to be an obvious one. And even though we know it to be true, we always think that we are somehow the exclusion to the rule. And that rule is nobody cares. Nobody cares. Courtney actually mentioned this in episode 17. Nobody actually cares as much as you think they do because they are too busy worrying about what people think of them. Get past that fear of judgment. Whose voice is that? Is it even your own? Maybe it's your parents' voice who criticized you. Maybe it's the voice of a teacher who didn't believe that you would amount to something or someone from your childhood that you maybe went to school with. For me, that critical voice in my head wasn't mine. It was somebody else's. Somebody specific that was super insecure about their own life that used to criticize and put me down about mine. So I want you to think about what is that fear anyways? Fear of looking stupid, fear of being judged, fear of being seen starting something. That's what I was scared of at the beginning. I was scared of being seen starting something. Hear that again, being seen starting something that isn't at its 100% yet. So I kept putting it off and delaying my start date. I wanted to make sure that everything was perfect before I put anything out there. From the wise words in that new kids movie called Luca, (laughs) tell that fear to silencio Bruno, silencio Bruno. Who is Bruno? It's that voice in your head telling you that you're not good enough, that you don't provide enough value for people to celebrate what you're putting out there, that you're maybe not influential enough. Silencio Bruno. My advice, the most important people in your life will support you anyways. That's really all that you need. So don't get lost in trying to please everybody else. Lie number two, you can't put it out there until it's perfect. This one bridges off the previous one and my silencio bruno to this lie is so simple. It's to do your best, your personal best, not what your mom defines as your best, not what Kumbare Chinsia defines as your best. It doesn't have to be perfect, and it especially does not have to be what other people define as perfect. It just has to be your personal best. This way, you will put something out there that you know you are truly happy with. You won't have any regret about it. Your best is unique to you. It's not somebody else's best. At the beginning, I looked at a few other successful podcasts as the guide to my own. My podcast had to be funny. 
and savage, like call her daddy. It had to be valuable, like Jay Shetty's. I had to have an effortless flow of conversation, like Whitney Cummings. It had to have video content, like the other podcasts I saw. Let me remind you, your art doesn't have to be anything. There's no rules to this stuff. Me and my friends, Krista and Felicia, always say people make art. Isn't that so special about humans? People make art. Your art should be unique to you. It should be what you consider valuable, not what you think other people think is valuable. You're going to waste a lot of time and energy trying to craft the perfect piece of content or episode or whatever you're working on to appeal to other people, but you're going to lose your voice in the process. If it's not authentic to you, you're going to obsess over every single detail because you're trying too hard for it to be everybody else's version of perfect. If you try to appeal to everyone, you end up appealing to no one. Then you're going to feel insecure because you feel like an imposter. Once I started making the episodes for whatever I felt like talking about with the guest and not focus on following such a definitive recipe, I really tapped into what was meaningful to me. Instead of it feeling like work, it felt easy. It felt exciting. It felt very natural and almost effortless. I'm reading this book right now called Flow, and the author defines your flow state as doing something just for the sake of doing it, meaning there's no external motivation factors, something where you're fully engaged, present, and nothing else matters. That is where I am at right now with my podcast and my brand. So my advice, patience. Take your time to get to your personal best and put it out there as soon as you feel ready. Not a moment later. Don't second guess yourself. Understand that everything is going to change and your best idea now may not be the one you stick with. So there's no point in obsessing over every single detail because probably 75% of it is going to change anyways. Lie number three. Follow the blueprint of other successful people. The way to silencio this Bruno is to stop comparing yourself to others. Use it as inspiration, but know that you're not going to have everything figured out overnight. Social media does not help with this. There are two things that we see on social media. Number one, the wow factor of people who do so many things. They have two businesses, they work on their self-care, they go out to fancy dinners, they take vacations, garden in the backyard. Here's the reality. Those people did not do all of those things at once. It's a process. Look at yourself, for example. You have built yourself slowly. You took on hobby after another hobby and introduced new routines, new ventures, new experiences, new friends. You didn't wake up on a Monday and start all those things at once. You slowly added them on with time. And number two, the wow factor of people who are so great at one thing. We think that if we take on a new hobby or business venture, that we have to be that thing to its 100%, 100% of the time. Here's the reality, balance. None of us are only one thing. 
If it looks like someone is one thing, they are probably trying to sell a brand or a product or a lifestyle. They're trying to sell you something. What is a better way to buy into somebody's brand than them looking like they fully embody and stand behind it all the time? It makes you trust in the result, right? It makes you want to be a part of it. Well, let's counter that idea. I am not only a podcast, me, I'm talking about myself. I am much more than that. And you're listening to this episode right now because you believe in my brand, which preaches and embodies that you don't have to be only one thing in this life. We evolve and we make space for our projects to evolve with us. Don't ever become attached to one version of yourself because you're going to have an identity crisis if you lose that one aspect. I should never have to question who I am without this podcast. I am not my podcast. My podcast is not me. If I end my podcast, I will still be me going on to use my talents in other ways. Now you're thinking, how does this tie into rule number three of stop comparing yourself to others? I'm going to tie it in right here. It's a marathon, not a race. My friend Danielle reminded me of this when I was in a serious pickle and I was super down on myself. I just wasn't where I wanted to be. And I had to learn a very valuable lesson that I was comparing myself to where other people were in my industry. I set unrealistic expectations for myself and my passion project started feeling like work. I had to learn to stop comparing myself to others and just be. And that's where I've gotten to now. Lie number four, you will only be successful if you are consistent. Consistency definitely helps. It gets stuff in people's faces and reminds them of it over and over until they have no choice but to remember you and catch on to your brand. But what's more important than that is value and intention. I used to be so hung up on the scheduling of my episodes. I thought I had to have an episode out every single week. Picture this, picture this, me working a full-time job, still trying to balance friends, family, socializing, boyfriend, parties, obviously, making drinks, another obviously, hyping up crowds, third obviously, pair that with being a one-woman show for my podcast, scheduling and coordinating with guests, recording and editing the episodes, making the drinks, recording and editing the drink videos, making all the photo and social content for each episode, posting on socials, engaging with my audience. Guys, the list goes on and on. I was swamped. It was taking over me. It was hard work. I had to compromise a lot of important things in my life. And as you could imagine, my self-care and compassion for myself got lost in that became the bottom of the priority list. (laughs) I was so concerned with getting the next episode out that not only did it begin to get exhausting, but the entire process of what I loved so much about it became work for me. And you know what else suffered in the process? I focused too much on what there was for me to gain from putting out a weekly episode, that the value of what I was putting out there was getting forgotten about. I had to learn how to be super patient with myself and give myself the same compassion and understanding I would give a friend that was struggling with their passion project. I realized that following the blueprint of what made other people's podcasts successful set me up with the wrong expectations. 
And when those weren't met, I felt like a complete failure. So when I decided to listen to the proper timing of the way my episodes were meant to fall into place, something magical happened. The value came. It didn't have to be written, pre-planned or forced. It just showed up that week just by me flowing and getting lost in the conversation with that guest. I learned so much from my guests. They learned so much from me and the audience followed suit. So to sum this point up, the most important thing is not consistency. Rather, it is focusing on what you have to give from your project, not what you can get back from it. Lie number five, get advice from other people. They are here to help you. (laughs) Don't listen to other people that are not an expert in your craft. Be very wary of where you get your advice from. I once got advice from a person, unwillingly, might I add, that essentially told me I was doing everything wrong. And that if I wanted my podcast to be famous or make money, then I would have to do X, Y, and Z. I was so overwhelmed. While the information was valuable, it meant that I would have to do a lot of the things that really had no meaning or relevance to my message in order to attain them. So they were pretty much trying to sell me on the idea that I would have to do all these different things that didn't really align with me anyways. This person does not have a podcast, might I add. They work in healthcare and certainly are not a subject matter expert on podcasting. I appreciate that they saw how much of my value that my podcast brings, but I nearly quit this entire passion project of mine because this so-called advice ripped me apart. It made all of my goals seem super unattainable. And I realized that somebody else's version of success is not the same as mine. Me and that person define success very differently. So please silencio that Bruno. That Bruno is that advice, that unwanted advice. Silencio that Bruno. Speaking on advice giving, I realized that delivering this episode right now is a whole bunch of advice. So if you consider me to be a subject matter expert on the way you want your podcast or your project to look and feel, then listen and apply what I'm saying. But I urge you to interpret any advice that you get for yourself. You can never copy and paste what somebody else is telling you, especially if you were starting a project that was completely unrelated to anything I'm talking about today. For example, if you're planning to renovate your bedroom, then you should probably take a couple pages out of Martha Stewart's book. Not really mine. (laughs) And aside from that, this they are going to help you mentality is not always true. A lot of people are going to advise you for or against something just because it has worked for them. People are going to project a lot of their own insecurities onto you in the advice that they give you. So be super, super attentive to that. Not everyone is here to help you. Some people might be straight up uncomfortable that you are chasing your dreams because they were too scared to do that themselves. So weaved into that advice might be some things to kind of bring you down at the same time. Probably a lot like that healthcare worker was just taking me right down. 
So I'm asking you today, what is your why? Focus on that. What do you want to get out of your passion project? Focus on that. The rest will follow. And please take advice from people who you consider to be an expert in your craft. You would be surprised how much people actually want to help you. And it will save you so much time in trial and error by just getting advice that was learned from years of experience in a few phone calls or meetings with them. I am definitely a big trial and error girl, so it took me a long time to get to where I am now. But if you ever need advice, reach out to me directly and I would love to offer you consulting on all of this. It legitimately lights me up to help people with their passion projects. My closest friends definitely know this because I will spend hours coming up with a name for their business, a logo idea, a full-blown plan of action even for them. But wait, guys, we are not done. (laughs) There is always, always, always a bonus. It's just the gift that keeps on giving. What can I say? I am a giver. Here are my top three pieces of advice to get you started on your project. And that could be any project. Number one, you are farther than you were yesterday. Find something to celebrate along the way. Give yourself that recognition, that applause. Signori, signori, applauso, applauso, applauso. I know it sounds cheesy. And the thought of celebrating small wins might feel uncomfortable. It's probably because you're not giving yourself enough credit because you don't feel that what you did is worthy enough of a celebration. What if your friend did that same thing? You would message them about how proud you were. You would compliment them. So in this case, celebrate yourself like you are your own best friend. Tip numero dos. Stay organized. Agendas are important, so important. Physically write your tasks down. Carry them over to the following week if you don't get them done. Seeing them in front of you is going to help you visualize your own priorities. You know when you star shit in your email and you completely forget that you even start it so you don't even go back to the star section and you're missing deadlines right, left, and center? Yeah, well, the same works for your brain. You don't have the capacity to just remember things no matter how boldly you circled them in your brain. It does not work the same way. You're going to remember them when it's way too late and the deadline has already passed. So let's be honest. How satisfying is it to take a pen to a paper and physically cross it off? Crossing off a task. I live for it. What can I say? I am a proud millennial. We grew up with papers and pens and I'll take it to the grave. Tip number three, don't wait. The time is now. Take your time, be patient, but it's never too early to start planting seeds in silence. You are never going to feel ready. That feeling doesn't just come. Guys, let's talk about motivation. Oh my God, I'm going to wait for the motivation. I'm not motivated today. That feeling's not just going to come. So start doing a little bit every day, week, or month. And you will thank yourself for finally showing the world the project you're working on and the person that you are becoming. 
Now, I wanted to close off the episode with a final note here because I truly love giving people advice, as you could tell. But I think my approach to it is a little bit different than the friggin' Bruno that I mentioned earlier that was in serious need of silencioing. What I realized about advice giving is that we all really end up discovering the same stuff in life in the right timing for us. So when I give my advice, I always relate the point I'm making back to my own personal experience. Sure, that makes it super specific, but specific is relatable. Maybe you've already heard some of the points I've made today in different forms, but perhaps by using it in my own super specific examples, my points are going to resonate with you in a different way. This all being said, I am very curious to hear all of your thoughts on today's episode. And I welcome you guys to return the favor to me and give me a bit of advice on if you liked or did not like this style of episode. (laughs) Feel free to leave it as a review, a message to me directly, a comment, a text, a BBM. I don't know what's around. (laughs) And as always, share it with somebody who you think could really benefit from what we talked about today. This is a new era of the Sunny with a Shop podcast, and it is all about giving. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I hope you have had a sunny, sunny, sunny Sunday joining me on this episode and an amazing holiday season. I cannot believe that I am missing the the -the around-the-clock Mariah Carey renditions, happy holiday songs, all over the radio, playing starting November 1st all the way to January 1st. I cannot believe that I'm missing that right now. Instead, I hear reggaeton and electronica music being played around the clock on the beach. (laughs) So I cannot believe that I'm missing the snow, but I am so happy here. (laughs) So I hope that one of the biggest things that you've taken from today is that you are never stuck and you are in full control no matter how much during this time that you think that you do not have free will, that you cannot make your own decisions, that somebody else is choosing the course of your life for you. You have free will to change your life, to make decisions, I promise you. So use me as an example for that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love and appreciate you all so, so, so much. And this is the end of season one of the Sunny with a Shot podcast.